everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rice Podcast where we talk about relationships, investing, careers, and entertainment. And we switch the, um, you know, little categories each by week. I am Kyle Bautista and this is my co-host. Jonathan Yu. So Johnny, what are we going to be talking about today and what have you been up to? So I know Kyle uh, has planned this great episode. It is about networking ticks, you know, like how to talk to people, how to attend events not that i've attended any real events in the past year um but what i've been up to uh same old same old dental school pre-session is now over um so starting monday it's gonna start kicking up full swing and to be honest man just just this pre-session has got me stressed out uh <laughs> wait so it hasn't then, actually started no it actually st- so the first five weeks are just biochem, dental fundamentals, and patient-centered care, right? Originally, prior to this new curriculum, it was only biochem. So then they made it significantly harder, and, like, there's some new professors teaching dental fundamentals, so they started grading stricter and, like, tooth morphology. But then starting Monday, um, I think Monday is our – so tomorrow is our official, I think, the entire dental school orientation day. Like, everyone meets at the university church or something, and then they have orientation. I'm assuming that's what it is. Um, but now, instead of taking just biochem, we're taking anatomy, histology, microbio, and, like, just, like, AMP stuff with a bunch of other classes. And we're adding two more new classes. So, it'll be rough. I mean, I survived the first five weeks, but we'll see about the next like nine or ten <laughs> wow dude that's yeah, crazy dude. i can't believe i you know i thought you weren't in full swing already but apparently it seems like it's just really no, about to get like the serious no. stuff are about to get started it's about to get so serious bro it's, <laughs> it's kind of depressing and kind of scary at the same time i'm not gonna lie to you how are you balancing um school life and outside life i've noticed like if i take a look at how much i'm spending time with friends I would say I need to cut back on that because every day I'm playing like two hours of like pickleball or like I'm going out to the gym. I mean, the gym doesn't really count, but I, I work out at 5 a.m. with um with Preston Kim. Oh, dude, you, you're have on you that met? 5 a.m. grind? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you, um, I met him have you ever school. met? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we've been working out pretty consistently. Um, there was just a couple days that we missed. Like I missed the Friday because he was um, taking a quiz and like one of my test days we've also missed. Um, but beyond that, like we've been hitting it pretty regularly. And like in the afternoons, I'll do like cardio, whether it be pickleball, racquetball, or just like hanging out with people. I don't know. So I've been, I've been, uh, I've been slacking. I'm not going to lie. I've been uh, having fun. So it's, it's a good, <laughs> no, it's man. a good balance. That it's a good balance. I can't believe you're doing 5 a.m. though. That's good. What time are you going to sleep? Honestly, some days I fall asleep by like nine, nine thirty, just because nice. I'm so exhausted. But regularly, I want to sleep by, I want to be in bed and like fall asleep by like ten thirty, dude. Because that gives me, yeah. Because then really you wake good. up at four thirty, and yeah. Are you are you still doing five a.m.? I'm doing five thirty. Okay, okay. Uh, right now, um, but certain mornings when I have to work at six, I mm. wake up at like four forty-five. But I've been Dang. doing five thirty. But you know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna start doing five. I need to start doing five. Have you been going to the gym regularly? No, I haven't. <laughs> Come on, Kyle. You know Joe. I know. Joe was actually he um he kept saying for a couple of weeks that he was gonna go to the gym. And then finally in the group chat yesterday, he was like, All right, boys, 
<laughs> what time are we going on Monday? I was like, I mean, I don't know. I'm going at five if you want to get up that early, bro. <laughs> so. No, that's what's up. What's crazy is that the gym is literally right there, but um, I need to need to go walk over there. How uh, long is it? Like five minutes, right? Five minute walk from the hospital, man. So yeah, I just I just recently moved um, mm-hmm. to this new apartment. I have no furniture, just clothes. So literally everything <laughs> was on the floor. And dude, honestly, that was the thing that that was um, kind of driving me nuts. I I use that as like a this is the reason why I can't go to the gym. It's really just an excuse. But like, <laughs> dude, everything was such a mess. And uh, I was finally able to clean it yesterday. Um, and dude, is it just a mattress on the ground? Yeah, dude, I, I have I have a mattress on the ground. I was sleeping on the floor and then an air mattress because someone like let me an air mattress. Oh, and then nice. Finally got a mattress. I went to IKEA last Sunday. Um, was able to get some furniture, so I got like a rolling table. Um, I got like a like a filing cabinet, and then I got that thing, which you'll see over there, and a, and a mirror. Um, and then you know I don't even have like a desk one that that's gonna oh, come to me. i'm gonna get a standing desk um right. and i don't have like a dining table or a couch or anything like to eat bro literally earlier you heard that squeaking that's a styrofoam yeah. cooler that i've been using as a chair oh yeah, yeah i was just about to ask that. <laughs> yeah and i'm uh i'm using a upside down like cardboard large box from home depot as a which was my moving box i'm using it as like a dining room <laughs> table right now to eat <laughs> but bro like the struggle bro it's the no no dude it's been so awesome to have my own place like you have no idea i'm setting it up like you know the way i want it and right you know like those do you get japan vibes not really i mean so work is really i'm at work a lot yeah and like it's not like a as a brag or anything most of the time i'm really having fun because i'm like meeting new people and doing a whole bunch of new things yeah um but i went to church yesterday because i was like okay you know what this is why i think this is a good topic that we should talk about i went to church because i was like we need a network right and puc um has a they have a um new freshman class coming in Mm -hmm. and the the youth pastor was like talking about it and honestly i don't know this is this is just me i Okay, I probably said too much already about the person, but I I didn't like the <laughs> service, and I just didn't feel. I just didn't like you know you can tell when someone's like really into actually helping people, mm-hmm. you know like you can ha- have a good sense of of who a person is, and I just felt like what I heard at church wasn't, you know, and I'm just judging this by this one time. I'm obviously going to go back and you know try it again, but I was kind of disappointed because the guy was talking more about what he has done than for like people a than service no not even for people just him himself as like personal yeah development <laughs> yeah I, I don't like he was talking about his puc soccer career and he was talking about how he met so and so and how he met so and so and then he was mm. talking about like um I don't know how he was like from Jersey and all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, we hear a lot about like what you're talking, but yeah, like what you're talking about. But you know, these are new. You sure this is the, the first vibe you want to give them? <laughs> and in my opinion, it just rubbed me off the wrong way. So um, I was like, as soon 
I, I was actually going to reach out to him and be like, hey, you know, how can I get involved and stuff? But mm. as soon as I listened to the sermon, I was like, ah, maybe next week. What if, what maybe if, next yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe next week will be better. Hopefully. And then what were you looking to get involved in? Like, what would be our ideal involvement in the church? Um, Just a part of youth groups. You know, I don't mind like putting together meetups or like, mm. you know, Bible studies and stuff. We could also do events. Like, I'm also really down to do events. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, I haven't been, I, I'm trying to think, right? I don't think I've been too lonely, mainly because I've been too, so busy, like, trying to clean right. up my house and trying to look for furniture and all that <laughs> stuff. But maybe once that settles down, like, I want to have a good um, support system to fall back to. Mm, mm. Uh, some of the things that have actually, like, filled me in terms of, um, you know, fulfillment is community outreach. So, like, uh, I went for the first time to help at a mobile clinic. Um, this oh week. nice yeah and it was at the farmer's market like in the area and they were giving out flu shots and like covid shots and things like that and that has that was so much fun like again practice the networking hi what do you do <laughs> I like, would. <laughs> yeah stuff like that like how long have you been in the area and what's really cool is that the people here are um usually older and so they're mm-hmm. at least the ones that i've met are a lot more chill you know, because they're actually just there to, like, relax and enjoy life in the Napa Valley. Mm, like, mm, they're not worried right. about money and stuff, so. The, the wine cool. the wine county. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, dude, honestly, it's just it's just been so much fun and a lot of fun. A, a big struggle I've been having, though, is people saying, like, what do you do? And then I tell them, and they still have no idea. Like, I yeah. Been, yeah, like, what's a leadership president? What? Like, <laughs> which I don't, I don't mind. I don't blame you. So, if anybody has those questions... Reach out to me and I'll try to explain it. Reach out to Kyle. Kyle will explain it in such a wonderful way about what he does every day at work, talking to people, doing different (laughs) projects. But what about, okay, what have you been obsessed with recently? Obsessed? Any any recent obsessions other than the gym? Dude, I need to, okay, I need to learn from you. That's it. I'm going to the gym at least (laughs) once. It's not even, okay, so the gym, the gym is nice. And the biggest thing was, you know, just getting out of bed, right? Um, so by having somebody, okay, we're going to meet here at this time. I'm like, okay, I have to roll out of bed. Once I'm out of bed, like it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but so the gym is definitely something I've been doing. Um, pickleball and racquetball. I've been picking up pickleball, which is, I would say it's an obsession recently. Is like, pickleball I just love playing it. much more fun than tennis ball, tennis for you? <laughs> tennis ball. No, tennis. I think tennis is the, m- right now in terms of fun level, it would have to be racquetball is the most fun. Then it's tennis. Then it's pickleball. But what makes pickleball fun is a lot more people play it, and there's less barriers of entry. Like, it's not a hard sport to pick up, but to play with somebody in tennis and have them actually be really good, it's kind of like you. there's a lot of practice that you have to do in order to keep like the ball down. Unless you're like Kyle and Kyle's brother, because Kyle's brother I saw picked up really easily. So <laughs> No, yeah, um, my brother picked up really easily. Let's see. He what said other he played obsession? you, right? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Did you yeah, smoke him? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> um, another thing this week that I've been starting to dabble again is option trading. Oh. I started swinging some options. Ooh. So on Monday, I actually I actually made $80 on Monday. And I was like, I am. And that, that was my first day back. Because before, for the past couple of weeks, I've been just swing trading options. Like very safe plays, which I've made like i think maybe like 60 to 120 dollars but i was like okay um one of my friends 
he was like, I'm going to get into options, like for real, for real. And I was like, okay, yeah. let's do it. And then I was just going through my Robin Hood history and I was like seeing all these plays that I've made prior to. And like, I was making a lot of money. I was like, oh, wait, I need to get back into this. Like, I don't know what I, well, why I stopped, but like, obviously I stopped because I was starting to lose a lot. And so this week on That's Monday, get you. it's literally how they get the, on Monday made a trade. I was like, this is great. I am. I'm freaking Warren Buffett. Like, I, I can't lose. Everything I touched was gold. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, I I misread a contract, and I thought it was expiring on Friday because it was, like, September 20-something. I was like, oh, that's that's on Friday, whatever. Because then usually expiration dates are on Friday. But this is – have you heard of QQQ, the ETF? It's, uh, like, yeah. based off the NASDAQ, yeah, right? Yeah. So I, I put a put for QQQ, and I originally thought it was for Friday – turns out it was on wednesday so the very next day so i got screwed and then i just lost and then i just threw away a hundred dollars like the contract cost about 99 dollars to get in and like i just it just went to zero the next day so i mean that's that's an unfortunate loss and then what else did i do but hey you lose some and win some yeah i've lost more this week one is the outcome is income <laughs> i need to i need to i need to start making more money but that's that's it for obsessions that's that's about it hey what about you no that's dude that's that's pretty good i've um my trading game hasn't been that much but i've been um so i haven't been trading but i've been investing a lot and putting a lot into savings so this is a smart way to do it no one should follow me bro no 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 dude with high risk comes high reward high this is this is what it is it's high risk high loss right now (laughs) There's no high risk, high reward. This is high risk, high loss. Dude, but the thing is, right? Ugh, I kind of wish we went into NFTs the day we started Yo, talking about oh them. My, oh my. Don't even get me started. I've been researching NFTs for like the past two weeks, like listening to a bunch of podcasts about it. Yeah. And in. Do you remember when um, Gary was like, yo, you guys should just pile up as much Ethereum as possible and buy this NFT that I'm releasing? Yeah. Like the V Friends thing, right? So I actually. I actually bought more ETF when he was saying that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get into this because this guy has been one of the most influential people on like my personal life, just watching YouTubes and like his hustle game. I was like, I trust it. Like whatever he is, he was right about um, the things that we were like, I was aware about. He was right about TikTok, yeah. right? When he first started right about talking trading about trading cards too. Trading cards. Yeah. Trading cards blew up. Yeah. Like it's becoming so much more mainstream. He was right about like the gaming and like TikTok and Which all this other stuff. Crazy. So I was like, okay, I think I want to get on in, in on this NFT stuff. And when he released it, when he first released it, I saw the price. And I was like, it was like 1, 1 to 1.5 Ethereum. And at that time, it was going to cost me two to three and a half thousand dollars to just get in. And I had I had an Ethereum. And I was like, um, I don't know if I want to do that because that's like blowing like twenty two to twenty five hundred dollars or yeah. three thousand dollars at the time. Um, into this thing that I don't really know what it's about. And so I was just like, no, I can't do that. Like, that's too big of my portfolio to just put into an NFT that I don't really understand about. Yeah. Fast forward, I was looking it up again a month ago. Like, I joined his Discord. And so just looking casually, looking, those same NFTs went from one Ethereum to, like, worth 19 to 25 Ethereums. Wow. In a matter of a year. So That's yeah, crazy. three thousand. Flip it up like ten x. Yeah. Now you have thirty thousand. Yeah. Fifty thousand. That's crazy. 
It's ridiculous. So, but. for those of you who um, might have a hard time keeping track, basically, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Johnny, but a lot of times when we're talking about NFTs, buying from um, Ethereum, you can think of Ethereum as like another form of currency. And it's it's like, some people use it as an actual asset, but it's it's supposed to be a form of currency and you use that currency to buy nfts non-fungible tokens which are actual like digital assets so they're kind of like virtual real estate virtual artwork um a lot of the times so it's like for example one of the cool um it's like if you bought the mona mona lisa but like you know it had an actual artist like a different artist and it was like this different thing so you own like the actual digital rights to that item that is being sold on the nft and if you've probably seen it here and there it's almost impossible for you to skip it now but tons of people are selling nfts they'll take like a picture or um you know they'll they'll draw something they'll do something some kid made like a, a few million a few hundred thousand dollars just making yeah. like nfts of i think it was whales um and so the the idea is eventually everybody will get digital rights to something so for example you can sell the nft to your name and mm. um you know the higher your net worth goes the higher your nft goes too and you know people can invest in you that way uh there's 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 a lot of stuff but basically what an nft is is a virtual form of an asset and um, it's it's getting harder and harder to stop. Like, yes, I think 90% of the world or the community, like people around just don't know what it is. Or yeah, has even even heard about an NFT, right? And I was listening to the Robin Hood podcast. Uh, do you listen to Snacks Daily? Yeah, I've listened to it before. So there's, um, there's this thing that they have um, where they were talking about NFTs and the way that some of these companies are going about it. They're having huge deals. Like, I think... The deal right now they have is with the baseball league, Major League Baseball, where they'll start producing cards, NFT trading cards, basically. And then those can have, um, like, you can use that as, like, a ticket to get into the game or, like, rookie cards. Just basically regular trading cards of the past generation is that's what the generation for us will be like. And they're starting to um, reach out to the NFL, to other soccer leagues and stuff that have also gotten involved. It's like there's too many big players that are investing and going towards this nft route that it's like okay like maybe maybe i should start dumping money that i don't have or take out more loans and just throw just throw them in um but it's just getting so hard to um to get like to ignore and i'm i'm feeling like fomo right like you know i love (laughs) i love the next big money move but i have to like stop myself and think okay nfts for me needs to be as long term as ethereum bitcoin and all my other cryptocurrencies are because i I don't really i don't trade crypto i just you know just buy and hold yeah me too um so i need to start thinking i need to start looking at nfts a lot lot more i just been reading this and that hearing about different partnerships and deals like um there's crypt not it's like crypto i don't want to say punks but like crypto like kick strikers or something and it's a soccer nft where you have players and Um, they were talking about the thing with the soccer leagues and NFTs. They were talking about if you bought, like, let's say you bought a messy card or a messy NFT. Yeah. That you're the only one that has a right to that. Or, like, let's say they produce, like, 100 
thousand cards or whatever. Yeah. And then they were like, they let's say they tied it into a video game. Like now you you have a transferable asset that only you can use on your like FIFA league or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So no anyway, sidetrack, sidetrack. Dude, but. that's crazy. So here, okay, for our listeners, this is where you can see two. I guess I guess I think this is where Johnny and I have two different investing philosophies, right? Johnny likes to to chase join the join the (laughs) things that are much more high risk, high reward. Me, um in you know, Johnny gets amazing gains sometimes. He can he can get like amazing gains sometimes. I almost (laughs) never get amazing gains, right? I like I thought about buying an NFT when we were with when we were talking about it a long time ago, but mm-hmm. as soon as we looked at the prices, do you remember that? We're like, no, yeah. okay, we're not doing this. No, they're so expensive. <laughs> so I I've stayed out of the game mainly because I don't understand it, and I am not as as daring as Johnny. But you know, in return, I also don't have huge huge gains. If you look at my gains, you know, they're they're like just following the nasdaq like they're just following the s&p 500 so but that's i'm not kyle is too crazy (laughs) kyle is it's the kyle is playing the long game for sure i am playing the let's see if i can get rich quick (laughs) and see what happens after that if you do if you do you know and when you do when 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 let's say when yeah when you do i i still give all the credit to you man because you know like those are those are big moves We'll see. We'll see. But like a lot of people haven't even heard about it. And it's like, I think on this like certain topic, I feel like I'm late to the game. And I mean, I've been looking at a lot of um, investment stuff where they were saying like, yeah, most of this stuff in a couple years are going to be trash. You're going to regret even buying an NFT because like they're mass producing these things just to pump it and get rich quick and like dip. Um, so, I mean, I probably, I want to say I'll probably sit out for like another year or so just to see where it's headed or if there's like a legitimate thing that I think that is viable for the future. And then it's an investment rather than like trading or trying to get money. Yeah. Like I do with options. (laughs) One of the, one of the things I wrote down when, when I was thinking of NFTs were to create a company, like if you could create a company where you help big companies transition to start doing this nft thing like mm. if you were a consulting company dude you can make a lot of money and the thing is you don't need like a huge education for that you know like literally a high school guy who can make nfts and sell them and then go to a company and be like yo this is what i made through nfts like let me help you let me transition the whole process for you let me be the organizer Wait. they're gonna make tons of money kyle you should do that <laughs> i know i was thinking about it literally johnny yesterday i was i was like you know what? Like, what if when John, like when Johnny and I spoke about NFTs back then, what if I studied really hard back then and just like quit school and then just like start being <laughs> <Quit> consulting like <laughs> NFC dude? But you know that didn't happen back then. So I'm trying to. I'm not trying to chase. I'm trying to look at like actual trends, see what happens. I'm gonna try to learn as much as I can about right. it in my free time um, right now. And I'm not gonna buy anything, but we'll see. We'll see. That's I didn't even I didn't even think about that approach. Like if you just like just like how Google has like those certifications for Google ad trafficking or something like that. Yeah. Like once you have a certification for that, people will hire you because you have that certain skill set to yeah. automate like what like Facebook ads and stuff. Yeah. But if you're like okay, I can make NFTs, I can um, publish them, I can see a viable way to use them for your company. Let me do this and then 
take some profits or whatever. Yeah, you, you just, you know, you you create a plan. You create, like, where you think that it should go, what you think should happen. And then you just pitch it to, like, a company. And you're like, hey, mm. you can make a lot of money this way. Even if it doesn't turn out to anything, you can have some extra money on the side. You know, it's like that's a win-win. So, like that's win-win. so nice. The thing is, where I got the idea from was that I met this one guy um, at, like, some conference who, mm. if you notice now, if you look at websites, right, they always ask you, can we enable these these cookies? Have you seen that? Right. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. every website has that now. So when that became a law, he created this consulting company that would help sort that out for you so you wouldn't have to do it. Hmm. And he made a ton of money that way, you know? And, like, also with the updates for user agreements, right, when they needed to, like, update all right. their stuff about the user agreements and data privacy, he created a company that would just do that for your company so that you could still, you know, work on whatever you need to work on and, and not have to be jumbled with this stuff. And, dude, this is where I think there's a huge business opportunity. It's, like, recently now with, like, the COVID vaccines here in, in California. Uh-huh. HR um, has this like huge hole that they need to fill because they need to do whatever they've been doing and then they've needed to like be on top of all these COVID COVID restrictions, right? Mm. They need to make sure all their screening reports are like being logged. They need to make sure um, all their vaccination cards are coming in. To the people that already work, you know, like a nine to five, this is a huge thing for you to add. So mm. if you can come up with a company and be like, hey, give us, you know, a month. We'll work partner with you and we'll sort it all out so it'll be easy for your company. Bam, dude. You have, like, tons of people lining up. All right. So me and Kyle will be uh, <laughs> we'll be launching a <laughs> NFT consulting business. <laughs> Wait, that actually sounds, like, very viable. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know. Like, NFTs is so new. I feel like if we just do research into a certain space where we feel like there's not a lot of players and like just slowly start Kyle you're making my brain turn dude if you can I'm telling you man this is this is it like if you can do because think about like a company right think about like for example like GE what do they lose if they make an NFT nothing like let's say GE is like hey we have an NFT of our windmill with like a you know with like cotton candy in the background yeah. You know what I mean? And it's actually from GE. GE pays what us, like the contractors or creators, I don't know, a couple thousand, right? And then we're like, we'll just take a, or or we could do it for free. We'll just take a little bit of the profit that you get from this NFT. Right, right. Dude, GE loses nothing and they get like this extra, extra NFT, like extra form of revenue. Interesting. Kyle, you're on to something, bro. Wait. <laughs> I'm gonna. We, we can talk okay. about this. We can talk about this. You know. Yeah, I, I we we have to. We have. Yeah. No. 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 This is this is something that is, <laughs> this is exciting, Kyle. I'm excited. Like my brain is just turning, because there's there's so much. Like, and then yeah. Granted, um, like we're both busy, but like, we like I need to be better at the like. So right, guys. If you guys didn't realize, we haven't posted regularly, and that's because mostly because of me but um (laughs) (laughs) i forgot to i forgot to i I forgot to edit and stuff like that so i just need we just need to create or i just need to be on top of a schedule and then like if we just grind out like something to do with nfts and just research and just brainstorm i feel like that'd be that'd be kind of sick dude we could do it on the side yeah 
All right, guys. We'll just wait. Wait till the investing <laughs> next week. Next week on the investing, we'll let, let's see where let's see where our ideas take us. Let's do it. Um, so, also another one of my recent obsessions is Pokemon Unite. Have you just have you played that? I heard about it though, dude. It's really fun. It's really is it on is it on the phone. Yeah, yeah. What it, it's what's game. different about it than um, like Pokemon Go? It's kind Go. of like those those. Is it MOBA? Is that is that what they're called? Like is that. League of Legends ish games where there are lanes. Oh, I didn't um, know that. Yeah, but it's it's not obviously it's not that intense, and it has to do with like scoring. It's kind of like mm. it's kind of like basketball, or like goal scoring. It's it's kind of complicated to explain, mm. but it's mm. really fun. Mm. You basically need to like score more points than your opponents, um, and you know it's like you, you you play with your Pokemon and stuff. It's really fun. I've been playing it quite a bit. Recent obsession. I also completed Tokyo Revengers. Nice, dude. Nice. It's so good. It's kind of good, right? It's kind of good. So good. <laughs> but, I, dude, I, I didn't get the ending. What happened? Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait, wait. Talk about the ending. Like, where are you at? Because I've read, I've read past where the anime stops. Okay, okay. So the, it ends with um, Kisaki. Yeah. Right. He acts super nice to them because he comes back to the future, and um, Hanake fa- finds out that he's like one of the upper echelon right so he comes okay. back and he's with um chifuyu chifuyu yeah. is like his vice captain or whatever right. and kisaki's like acting super nice to them because he's like oh this is the 12 year year anniversary of banji baji dying right baji yeah. a total boss so cool um, <laughs> and then he kills chifuyu and then he points the gun at um at hanaki and then he like shoots it but it goes black. Like yeah, that's, that's you will moment. you will see. Is you it see. is it really good? It it gets really good, and then I, I think there's should I at read? Least, you, I read it. Is and it worth then reading? reading it? I I finished it in like a day and a half, so I think it's worth reading if you have free time. Like it's really entertaining. Yeah. It gets a little bit dumb and kind of repetitive, but yeah. then it picks back up, and now I'm like excited to like wait a couple more months so there's a lot of chapters so i can start reading it again okay yeah yeah you know you definitely you you might want to give it a shot okay tokyo okay. revengers is kind of nice i'll give it a shot it is really cool at first i was like what in the world is going on you know but yeah no no no, no after no. like episode two i was hooked because it's like it's it's a different form because a lot of our animes and stuff is like supernatural or or like uh with weapons but this is just like you're brawling like yeah fist fist yeah you're pounding each other you're just straight beating each other up and then when you see a weapon <clears throat> you're like whoa <laughs> <laughs> exactly 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 there's another there's another um good webtoon that similar vibe to tokyo retro it's called um I actually forgot it. I, I just had it in my head, and I just let me know. It. Let me know when you find yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I'll, it's I'll a similar it. vibe where okay. it's like they have like gangs, and then yeah. they're just fighting. Like school kids are just fighting with their um fists. Yeah. So anyway, Dude, so many nice. good characters in in Tokyo Revengers. That I absolutely <laughs> love. Also, huge shout out. You need to listen to this podcast, mm. Johnny or whoever's listening. Patrick, Bet, David, and Joe Rogan. I thought it was uh, great. Did you listen to it at all? I started. I started listening to it last night. Um as i was sleeping so then I, I probably got maybe good 15 to 25 minutes into it yeah um but i mean uh kyle educated me i was like when he sent me the podcast i was like this sounds really familiar i felt like <laughs> i heard that guy's name before he's like no this is the uh this is the author of the the business strategies like the five you're planning your five next moves I was like oh that's why it sounds familiar yeah. so yeah. dude i'm I, um 
I'm not always a big fan of the way Patrick David asks his interview questions because sometimes they can mm-hmm. be really leading. But right. their conversation that they had, at least to me, was really intellectual and insightful. So mm. I really enjoyed that. All right, you listened you to the full three hours? I did. I did. Okay. Okay. I was doing it while I was putting putting together furniture. And bro, honestly, mm. like when I'm cleaning or when I'm doing all this stuff, first of all, one of my first purchases while moving to this place was getting a Roomba. Get a Roomba. It's worth it. You don't have to do really? the work. Yeah, I bro. might have to. I got yeah. it on uh, got it on Facebook Marketplace for a hundred. How much? Hundred twenty. Hundred bucks. Hundred twenty for like, um, the nine twenty, which is usually like three hundred, four hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, dude, it was Kinda worth nice. it. Nice. It was it was it was brand new. It was like in the box and everything. Everything worked. Well. Oh what? Yeah, dude. And literally, I don't I don't have a vacuum. I don't have a broom. It just picks everything up, and it's like not dusty. So. Hmm. Dude. I might have to I might have to talk to the roommates, housemates, be like, hey, guys. Uh. <laughs> Bro, it's worth it. Do the one that picks up its own trash too, like it cleans out its own like tray. Is that what you have? No, no, it's not what I have. But if for like a bigger house like you all, you know, it'd probably yeah. be better if you just do that. That way, you don't have to pick it up. Yeah, maybe, maybe if I buy it, it'd be an investment because then I'll just take it with me when I move. Yeah, no, dude, yeah. it's worth it. I think we'll Roomba is heavily worth it. <laughs> all right, you ready for our game time, Johnny? <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Okay, uh, crazy world records. Real or fake? I'm going to name a world record. You tell me if it's real or fake, okay? Mm. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Number one. Let's see. Number one. Most tricks performed by a pig in one minute. 13. Most tricks performed by a pig? <laughs> yeah. 13 in one minute? What is that? About every 10 seconds? I would say that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. The picture has a pig um, shaking the hand of someone. What? I heard pigs are really intelligent. Like, they're intelligent creatures. I know they're, they're clean. Oh, they're what? No, really, they're clean? Yeah, yeah, they're actually really clean. Like, about themselves, they're really clean. But they'll eat anything, bro. Like, they'll, like if they're hungry, they'll eat humans. Oh my god, that's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Longest plank ever recorded, 9 hours and 30 minutes. False, false. 9 hours? That's ridiculous. 9 hours. It's true. You can watch the video. Are you serious? Yeah. You can watch the video online. 9 hours, 30 minutes and 1 second. That this is guy absurd. from Australia? Yeah. Um he he broke his elbow doing something. He has complex regional pain syndrome, CRPS. Bro, so the thing is, I thought he would just drop right after the 9 yeah. hours and 30 minutes. But he had to actually be like guided and let down slowly because his body was like almost frozen in that position. Oh, yeah, shoot. And he was like vomiting and all that stuff. Intense. Wait, do you eat in that position? I guess so. Probably not. Know. Or like, how do you pee? Yeah, like, you, you, just, you, just, go you just go? Yeah, you just go right there. Oh my god. I know. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Largest hula hoop spun by a female was 17 feet tw- 0.25 inches in diameter. 17 feet in diameter was spun by a girl? Yeah. I I'm going to say true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's true. That's a weird one to think about. Like 17 feet in diameter. It had to be light. There's no way she can swing like a normal hula hoop that's 17 feet. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
You ready? Yeah. Most bowls, most porcelain bowls juggled 19. Porcelain bowls juggled is 19. I would believe, I say that's true. I I believe that. 19 bowls? <laughs> yeah, no, I made that up. <laughs> oh, you made it up? You were reading off or something? You just literally just made it up right now. Yeah. Okay. I made it up right now. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll do one more. Most consecutive pinky pull-ups. Pinky pull-ups? 36. 36. True. True. 100% true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that. <laughs> All right, so this is just another fun fact, um, cool one. I won't have you guess here, but the most victory royales in Fortnite using a quad stick mouth operated joystick is five hundred and nine. A a wait, repeat that. Quad, a quad stick, stick mouth operated joystick. So I think this this guy, he's like. It's like a paraplegic. Yeah, he's he's disabled, but he has five hundred and nine Fortnite wins. With his mouth, he played with his mouth. Yeah. That's dude. That's pretty cool. <laughs> no, that is kind of cool. That's super not, cool. If that's you could like bro. build with all that, bro, how, how the <laughs> heck is he building? He has to be sniping, bro. He has to be sniping. <laughs> Zero build, straight snipe. But yeah. Anyway, great. Thanks for playing, Johnny. Thanks for having the game, <laughs> Kyle, and lying about something, just making it up on the spot. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Clever. All right. Now we're gonna have. We're going to get to our actual topic here. (laughs) (laughs) Networking. All right, Johnny, how are you with networking? I would say, I want to say I'm pretty good at networking. Like, I think it's it's a lot of the small talk. It's a lot about, you know, just approaching people and saying, hi, how are you doing? Or like, hi, my name is um, Jonathan. What was your name again? Or um, what was your name? Oh, I'm I'm so-and-so. Okay, I'm Jonathan. Nice to meet you. How long have you been in the area? It's just straight small talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> are you excited about this event? Or like, yeah. you know? Do you have any so, any good networking tips? Or um, any like crazy networking stories? Networking stories? I don't think I have like stories because a lot of them are very generic. Um, I think it really helps if you're in a room and you at least know one person. Yeah. Like just having the familiar face um, is nice. And also I would say... Not that like I'm like crazy good in, at um, networking, but I think a lot more people, the same way it applies to us in high school applies now. It's a lot. I think a lot more people care about the way they look than how you look to them. So if you just approach somebody, chances are they really don't care about <laughs> like if you stumble your words or something or like they're more concerned. Everyone's going to be nervous, especially if it's an event that like is a networking specific event where no one really knows anyone. Yeah. Then I would say, you know, just go for it. You don't need to be scared. All these people are probably thinking about how they look to other people versus how you actually look. Yeah. So, no, I, the reason why I ask is because I need help uh, with networking. I My networking probably goes as far as like, oh, that's really nice. Can I get your contact information? And then I get it and I speak to them and I know what they're about. And like recently what I've been doing is writing notes uh-huh. um, just to contact and follow up. And then I add them on LinkedIn and then it just dies. Do, like, do you have a business card? I don't. I don't. Not yet. You shouldn't make a business card. I probably should. I probably should. I could ask. 
but that's such a big boy event. Like I don't I don't remember the last time I went to something that's considered like actual networking because well, it's like yeah I went to one um for the school of business and it was at it, it was like at the Edwards Hotel in Chattanooga if you know where that mm. is it was like mm. on the top level uh, I don't know it, <laughs> I was like why am I here again because it was more awkward than anything like people were not people it, yeah. they weren't talking like they were just like oh I do this and this and this and I'm like oh okay <laughs> and then, dude, there were a lot of awkward people there. I don't know if it was just me, but I was like, I think, I think networking events. If you call something a networking event, it puts pressure on like, oh yeah, let's just meet as much people as possible and have inorganic conversations. But I think the best connections that you make is when you're familiar with somebody or know about somebody from somebody else, and it's organic. Like it, the fact yeah. that you're put into a certain event and calling it a networking event, I feel like makes it much more awkward and much more like hard to actually develop a relationship versus being introduced or something and yeah. then going from there so when we start our nft company and mm. they want to put you know together a networking event we'll just be like no just bring your friends yeah just bring your friends and then um we'll hop onto some discords and then just <laughs> chat it up be like yo you want to hop in on this like no no, no. yo you want to hop in on my me and my friends um podcast that we're doing for fun and just talk about nfts because clearly you know more about nfts than we do right oh cool oh it's such amazing this is our vision blah blah, blah. easy yeah easy plug go. kyle easy plug there we already go. we already got it we already got the <laughs> we already got the marketing done <laughs> oh i'm so ready hopefully this works out uh no, I, do I'm, you use your linkedin I don't. I don't think I've updated it since Advent Health. Let me actually double check now. Like I, I've logged okay. into it ever so often, but I don't like. I should start probably start posting a little bit more. I've never but. posted anything on LinkedIn, and you know, you know those pictures that people post with like their team, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, look, yeah, yeah. we did like a one month there <laughs> or whatever." I'm just like, really? You know, I feel like I, I need to do that. I need to do that. Did you do that when you were at Advent Health? No, I, I actually didn't really post. I think I reposted some stuff and, like, shared, um, like, different articles. But, yeah, my my LinkedIn stopped since 2019, August. So, right after Advent Health, it stopped. Um, it says current resume is from 2019. Jeez. <laughs> and then it says, <laughs> I mean, it still just says, like, my, I think in my bio, it says pursuing a BBA in finance with enthusiasm for literally to make a meaningful permanent impact in the community. I need to change that (laughs) (laughs) now that I'm in uh, dental school, but yeah, on the top. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's do two things this next week. Let's try to update our LinkedIn, update LinkedIn current and uh, research NFTs. Okay. So let's, I'm going to, I'm going to write that right now. Cause I, I actually like this NFT thing is really new. And yeah. I feel like if you, if we can get a little bit, even as a side hustle, like it's just fun. Yeah. Research NFTs. Um, let's say research NFT uses and then we'll update LinkedIn. So that's my two goals. All right. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be right there with you. Let me write that in as well. <laughs> uh, you know, I think, I think it's time we, just start doing kind of like how we just started doing this podcast yeah just do it i mean this podcast is so like i mean we say this a lot like it's kind of easy <laughs> yeah. like yeah it requires a little bit of work on the back end but for the most part um it's not too bad and our audio quality i would say is not bad at all yeah like diana bad. was 
Diana was telling me yesterday that she was listening to some podcast um, from a legitimate company. Like they just started a podcast, like MTV. Yeah. I think it was MTV, and their audio quality at one end was just trash. Yeah, and it's like, and they're like, well, these this company has so much more money and so much more equipment. Why does your podcast have better audio than theirs? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because me and Kyle's podcast is like that. We're nice. <laughs> But, no, um, the the point is, is that we're we're making content already, and you know if we can start like recording with video, bam, we have another another avenue bam, of content. Another avenue. But we could say we've been doing this for like a year or two. Pretty soon on LinkedIn, yeah. we could say like we're the founders of the Rice Podcast. Oh, seriously? Yeah, it'd be yeah. it'd be so cool. I just I just be happy. I think when we reach that fifty-two milestone, bro. Yeah. You know, like episode fifty-two. Well, it means we've been doing it at least for like a year. We've been, I feel like we, with all the weeks that like, like happened with COVID and like just scheduling and stuff, I feel like yeah. we're at least week, I want to say 35, at least 10 weeks ahead. Yeah. Like since we actually started. Yeah. We, I, 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 we can go back and see exactly what date we posted the first one, but yeah, I no, no, we're pretty, we're pretty no, it's good. True. We can, we can make this progress. So yeah. basically back to the networking, um, Tip number one, give yourself a pep talk or one of the big tips during the big event. Give yourself mm-hmm. a pep talk. Uh, Johnny already spoke of. And so he seems like he has a really good idea. He gave himself <laughs> a pep talk. Uh, focus on quantity over quality. Anyway, getting prepped and ready for before, like, I, I'm pretty sure we all have a good idea of what to do. Just prepare your elevator mm-hmm. pitch. Pack plenty of business cards. You know, Brent, come in with someone. Um, have a loose plan, but then give yourself pathology, just as Johnny said. And this is something that I think I need to focus on too. Focus on quality over quantity. So like we don't want to, we want to just try to make those connections. And and that's the hard part that I'm having. It's like bridging the gap from introducing yourself to Mm. actually making someone a connection, right? Because like, I feel like, like you were saying, these networking events can be really superficial, right? Mm. They're not organic. So you're not trying to make a friend. So, you know, they say they have like give creative, get creative with your questions or treat networking like a normal conversation. I think that's the point. Like, I think you want to go there to make friends and see people that you vibe with. And another thing, another thing like, yeah, um, with the making connections, not so for event networking, but just meeting new people for me. The easiest way to get in is like if it's just me and the other person, one I like just look at them like what kind of backpack are they wearing what kind of pencil are they using what's their mm. phone case like what color is there is there something that could tell me about that person like subconsciously so it's like and the easiest thing for me like I just like I'm a pretty positive happy guy and I just like complimenting people yeah so like oh yo your haircut looks really good like the fade is cool like where did you get your haircut yeah. oh really like have you had a bad experience with a haircut or whatever or um for example like meeting my classmates and this girl had a purple phone but she had a green case then her laptop was green and then all this other stuff i was like oh is green your favorite color like what yeah. she's like no i'm just going through a green phase I'm like oh that's kind of cool like yeah. um i noticed your phone color was purple like purple is like my favorite color like if you look, <laughs> look at this i'm like oh look at my look at this i have purple here purple there. and right. then we just have start having conversation um and it's like it's just noticing what people have, I feel like. And easiest thing, you just let people talk. Everyone wants to talk about themselves. I know. That's something That's something I learned too is a lot of people want to talk. What they don't want is that awkward silence, right? So yeah. often if you just ask the question, if you just like push it like, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? And you ask the questions <laughs> like they'll keep talking. And so that there's yeah. no awkward silence, they'll try to keep talking. 
And exactly, so, exactly. And so that's really good. So, Johnny, do you consider yourself someone who can get along easily with anyone? Or is there, like, a specific set of people that, I don't know, you can know within, like, the first five minutes, you're like, yeah, no, I don't want to hang out with them? <laughs> this is, I think it's a combination of both. I think I can get <laughs> along with a lot of different types of people. Yeah. Um, but I would like to say I can have a pretty good gauge about if I would vibe with them farther than having acquaintance or meeting ever so often, right? Like if I see you, I'll say hi. Um, would I get lunch with you? Maybe every once in a blue moon. Yeah. But is it something that like I really want to keep and invest in a relationship? No. But is it something that's like is it something that that is wrong with you? No, absolutely not. It's just like I just don't think we would like organically have a lot of fun or like have good meaningful connections or something but i don't know i would say a little bit of both but i would definitely lean on the um being friends with everyone i love i love meeting new people i love talking to people (laughs) and just seeing how their mind works and stuff so what about you what do you what do you think i think if i had to be stuck on a plane ride with someone you know i feel like it could be anybody but overall generally i'm uh probably more selective okay like i don't mind talking to them for a little bit but if they like if they rub me off the wrong way man (laughs) like the i just don't want to deal with your crap like the like church service bro that's the thing i hate it when people buy into their own bs like right like you know when they think they're all about it Uh you know because those people that are down to earth and those people that are like free to talk about things open to be vulnerable you know like Uh those uh are the great people i love to talk to because you know we're all learning something and Mm. i try to learn something from you know whoever i speak to but when i hear someone who's like so into their own stuff that Mm. they don't have time to listen to you or they don't have time to like talk about other things other than themselves the one thing i learned from them is i don't want to be like you like that's yeah (laughs) it is it is yeah you know I would, people, I would agree. Right? Like, yeah, you know, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, like it, it's kind of hard to be around because it's like it, you're not having. It's not even good conversation. It's just like there's nothing <laughs> to talk about except for you. Like, are we just going to talk about you the entire time? Are we not going to talk about like family uh, activities? Like, what do you like to do for fun? What do I yeah. like to do for like? Can we like? Is it something that we can do together? And it's if they just talk about this most constantly, it gets draining. Yeah. It's just not fun. Like, no one wants to be around. I a narcissist think, yeah exactly i think that's a trap that some people who are trying to network whether it be a networking event or be mm-hmm. you know networking in general um this is something they can easily fall into because the time when you're supposed to toot your horn is like during an interview right mm-hmm. that's when you can talk about yourself and toot your horn but if you're trying to network and you're just talking about yourself i don't know if many people are gonna like you man mm. you what's, what's your elevator pitch um super super quick hi my name is kyle i'm a leadership resident uh, working here at Adventist Health, and basically I rotate through each of the departments learning how to run a hospital. Is there anything Perfect. I can help you with? Ooh, a little customer service, Kyle. I like it. I like it. Yeah, no. Oh, oh. recently, though, I've been saying, like, um, I would really like to learn about what you do. Could I spend some time with you? And then I get their contact mm. information, and I try to meet with them. So, nice. Yeah. Do you... You said you said how many how many residents other, other than you are there? You're like a couple, so, right? So... There, there aren't any here. There are no okay. other leadership residents here, but there are, I think there are seven of us overall mm. um, across the network, and that's just this cohort. And then the cohort, cohort before, there are five. And mm. it's a two-year program, so there are going to be two. And they're actually, like Adventist Health is going to reach out to um, 
to different schools in the area they're going i think they're going to southern they went to oakwood already they're going to southern this next week i think mm, mm. Um, but hey advent's health scooped up my brother so oh nice he got it we'll be battling coast to coast well he got the management internship and they're talking nice and stuff so nice we'll see we'll see what happens dude can you imagine that coast to coast battle dude ah (laughs) i get to compete with my brother it'd be so fun um what what grade is he is he a junior or senior he's a junior 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 right okay perfect that's a perfect time nice i did did they come out that early yeah with acceptance advent health yeah that seems like it's super early because I, I think i remember all our decisions coming around january or february yeah yeah but the thing is my brother like they were so impressed by him that they gave him the offer right after the like the day after he interviewed nice i know he was like the first one so he gets picked bro he gets orlando or kansas like he can pick wherever he wants to go so he's picking between you know, orlando or kansas city no he should go to orlando like uh, here's here's the thing that um that I've had conversations with people with the internship location stuff. It's like, yeah. if you really want to, if there's more growth, it might be, might be in a small, like Kansas, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. the headquarters isn't there. But if you want more like networking and like opportunity to like go laterally, I feel like yeah, it would be at corporate, but definitely, yo, that's huge. I'm so happy for your brother. Yeah, Management resident, dude. It's great first guy what I'm a flex i know i know <laughs> dude he's just gonna shoot up and i'll be like hey can i get a job you? <laughs> hey uh can you hire me <laughs> is there a position opening yeah that's bro, funny that's funny i'm so proud of him like the turnaround from like you know cancer and all that which yeah really exactly talk about it all to what yeah. it is now like he's doing great he's like the vice uh president you know of like essay and stuff so it's huge and then I, I don't know. This is my own personal bias. I definitely think that people that have gone through some type of challenge, I mean, not in a good way, but like just, just live life, right? Yeah. I experience like both spectrums of life tend to be very, I don't know, like well balanced or like put together. Like, yeah. for example, like your brother, like going through cancer, right? Something like I hope, you know, no one really goes through, but yeah. he went through it, beat it, and like is not really like, talking like he's just he's just normal like he's yeah. just living his day-to-day life he's doing amazing and then you know like when the interview time comes it's like it shows a lot of his personal like development or his growth or maturity yeah. and i'm like that's amazing that's great i'm yeah. happy for him man whenever we talk about like cancer and overcoming stuff like that I think yeah I've, like chadwick boseman but anyway yeah dude oh, how that how that dude stayed silent like throughout the whole about thing. everything no yeah. one knew yeah that was crazy that was crazy do you think do you think if you had um if you got cancer like him would you keep it silent from everyone or would you let people know i think i'd let those close to me know but i wouldn't mm. like publicize actually like, I don't think yeah I'd post about it okay okay you know i just like because i think it would be kind of sad i think it's like not fair if one of my close friends was going through something so tough and then he just dies mm-hmm. out of nowhere and like didn't tell anyone yeah you know i'd, I'd kind of be hurt because i'd be like well you know i, I could like, sh- spend more yeah. time with you you know like yeah. i know that shouldn't be an excuse but um i would i would let those close to me know but other than yeah that, it's definitely something that you know it would be good to go with people because it's like your support group like yeah. something like because there's not they're not going to be days there's 100 percent going to be days that it's going to get really bad yeah. like just rough 
mentally, physically, whether yeah. it's cancer, whether it's depression, whether it's any of the other stuff, you know, just having, having good support. That's why it's important to have friends. Oh, that reminds me. This is, this is my new favorite quote. I don't know where I saw it. It was, it's not, it, someone asks, like, uh, do you like the journey or the destination? Mm. I was like, and the, the quote is, it's not about the journey or the destination. It's about the company. So that I don't know why that like spoke. I was like, yes, like that's that's what I want. Like I want the company, who I'm around, who I'm with, who I spend time with. That I think that's what fulfills my life. It's just be, like what people am I around? So I thought that was really cool because it's like it's not about the journey, it's not about the destination. It's about the company. Right. <laughs> it's just very very um very deep, but you know, dude, that's, that's really something cool. I thought about. Yeah, that's really cool. Anyway, I think I think that's how we should end off. Uh, yes, you know, this this podcast. It was great. Think about your company. Think about you know your network, those who are around you. Mm. You want to close and, this off, Johnny? Yes. So thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed spending your time with us today, please let us know. Ratings really help us get found, and please share it with your friends. Follow us on the on Instagram at the Rice Pod, and tune in next week for another episode on investing and i think me and kyle will have a little bit more knowledge and direction about our nfts me and kyle will be nft millionaires (laughs) on to the next thing (laughs) on to the next thing all right thank you guys for listening see you next week